Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Guard Up Knicks podcast. I'm your host, Regular Joe, here with the Cuzzo, Rick the Ruler. What up, y'all? As the Knicks fall to the Miami Heat, 108 to 101, and relinquish home court in game one of the Eastern Conference semifinals. How you feeling, Ricky? Man, um, <clears throat> when the, the Knicks win, I get all kinds of text messages and, and phone calls congratulating me. And then when they lose, I get a lot of condolences and um, a lot of doubt that tries to sneak in there. But man, I, I don't I don't feel too bad about this loss. Um, I think it was pretty obvious what the problem was. Uh, they missed a lot of open shots and they were missing uh, Julius Randle. So I feel like um, if we can clean up our shot, get Julius back, I still say Knicks and six. Yeah. I still say Knicks and six. Um, it's just it's just disappointing. The looks that they got today, you know, and to continue to just have this grind where they can't make shots in the postseason. It's a bit frustrating um, to shoot even worse today than they shot in the Cleveland series. Exactly. You know, you're coming off a Cleveland series where they shot 27% from three. Tonight, they shoot 20% from three. Hmm. And, you know, people keep saying that, you know, the av- it'll average out. But, I mean, when it starts to average out, like, are they going to be down 2-0, 3-0? Like, when are shots going to start to go in? Because they're going to have to make some against this Heat team. Because, I mean, they didn't shoot great tonight, but they made enough. You know, they were, they were shot 33%. But, I mean, 33%, 20%. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't need to – yeah, there's no no need to explain which one I'm taking. Yeah. So, yeah, the Knicks just got to shoot it better, man. I mean, the, the first two games of the Cavs series, we didn't we didn't shoot that well. We, we, did, we did not shoot that well. Um and if you look at tonight, we only lost by what seven points? Seven. So if we step up our our shooting percentage, I, I don't see how they're losing. You know what I mean? What 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 was the um what was you said the the percentage for three point shots? Twenty percent they shot tonight. Twenty percent. And how many did There's they seven take? for they were seven for thirty-four? Exactly. That's not that's not who we are. So, you know, I mean, maybe it was the beginning of a series. Uh, you know, we had to get a little of the rust off. But I, I think we're going to bounce back real nice, despite what the chat says. I, I think so, too. But it's just, I don't know. I'm, well, the chat is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we getting spammed right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely getting spammed. <laughs> definitely getting spammed. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's one game. You can have yeah, that. Boy, it's yeah. the playoffs. You're gonna. It's the playoffs. You're gonna lose games. Exactly. Um. Hopefully, we get Julius back for game two. But yeah, it's just overall just a disappointing. Like just the way they lost the 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 shooting, the lack of shooting. I sent you the screenshot of like literally all five Heat players standing in the paint, and Brunson kicks it out, and there's Josh Hart there in the corner. 
Yeah. And Josh Hart, the three that he shot on that possession, he wasn't even close. Yeah. I mean, just let's just look at it, right? So, I mean, Obi Toppin, a decent night from three. Decent game overall. Uh, 18 points, eight rebounds. He was actually, uh, he, he wasn't, he was the only starter who wasn't a negative hmm. plus minus. He was, he was a zero, basically. He was a neutral. <laughs> but 18 points, uh, one steal, eight rebounds, four of 11 from three, not terrible at all, seven to 15 from the field. But then you look down the list and it's yeah. negative, Brunson negative. 0 for 7, yeah. Josh Hart 0 for 4, RJ Barrett 1 for 5, quickly 1 for 4, Rhymes 1 for 3. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Obi hit more than half our threes. Yeah. He's good for that shot, though. Like, I feel like he, you know, he he really wants to make a, a statement with that th- that corner three. But he hit a couple straight on three-point shots, too. Yeah, so he did. He was feeling it. Yeah. We, we needed but, him to, to, to get those 18 points. So, I mean, I don't think I was expecting much more from him out of that, but he did all right. And there's I'm just going off of like things that I've seen, you know, online since the game is over. And people are saying stuff like, you know, Tibbs needs to make adjustments. And I'm just like, I guess maybe, but like at the same time, like players gotta perform too. Right. You know what I mean? And the heat, like, and this is not even me, like, this is not even hyperbole. Like the heat literally stopped guarding the three point line. Mm. <laughs> and and the Knicks didn't make them pay. Exactly. So as a coach, like, how do you combat that? Like, at some point, your guys got to make shots for you to look somewhat good, right? In order for yeah. a coach to look good, the players still do have to perform. He could come up with whatever game plan he wants to, and it exactly. could be brilliant. But players got to perform. Players got to make shots. And I just read off all of the numbers. Like, nobody made more than one three outside of Obi. Yeah, Brunson shot forty one percent during the season. He was zero for seven tonight. Yeah, that's why I'm not worried about him. He's good for those. So, yeah, that's. I mean, <laughs> he's good for those. <laughs> but like I like I said, man, Nixon six. Like I I just feel that the Heat played a little bit longer um, in in their series than we did. And we had a little bit of rest. So, you know, sometimes we got to get a little bit of that rest off. And then we have to see exactly what their defense has given us. Let's not forget, we played them four times in the regular season. And mm-hmm. out of those four times, I, I believe we got three uh, we of those wins. Three times. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about the series. I know playoff basketball is different, but we, we don't have our main guy in there. We had um, his backup in there scoring 18 points. I mean, like, I'm not, I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it. I'm also and if we just, look at the 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 um the Golden State Warriors, they just went game seven. You know what I mean? So if they could pull it off and they were they were down two one, I believe. If they could pull it off, they're down, like, they're down 2-0. They, they yeah, went down 2-0. 2-0. Yeah. I don't I don't see their I don't think their fans were like, oh, it's over. But, you know but, what I mean? It's but, just one game. But to to be fair, they they didn't they were down 2-0, but they didn't have home court advantage. That's so mm. you know what I mean? Like yeah. Sacramento did. So, you know, 
the Knicks, obviously, they gave up their home court advantage today. They got to win this next one and then go to Miami and try to get that home court advantage back. Exactly. I expect them to, though. We're, we're, we're a better road team this season anyway. So, I mean, one of the – I think one of the most special games that we played was in Miami where uh, Julius hit that three at the end of the game. I mean, like, we, we play well on the road, so I'm not, I'm not really worried. Yeah, I'm looking at Dante. I know, I know. He, he's he gotta, he's he taking gotta he's taking he's taking my words and making Twisting them bigger. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I ain't, I ain't worried about that. Uh, R.J. Barrett, man, what do you think of R.J. today? First half, great. Second half, I, I feel like the fourth quarter he was doing exactly what he did during the the regular season. I don't feel like he was actually trying to score. He was more trying to get a foul to go to the line and I I don't like it but at the same time if you're gonna get the foul you gotta make the foul shots you can't go one for two uh I mean you gotta make them count make them not foul you like they don't feel bad fouling you because they know you're not gonna hit your foul shots and he was five of eight tonight from the line so I'll be it's so hard to criticize him, though, right? Especially well. tonight because he played well, well postseason in general. You, you look I'm at the overall that. numbers, yeah. Like you look at the overall numbers tonight: twenty-seven points, seven assists, nine rebounds. Like in a steal, like that's a game. He turned it over four times. A lot of those came late in the fourth. I mean, a lot of bad stuff happened late in that game. Yes. Like. Not not even late, like specifically the second half overall. Like Brunson started turning it over. Yeah. RJ started turning it over. The Knicks started turning it over. Yeah. Like it just it wasn't pretty. And then the, the we talked about the three. So one thing that I was confused about is that like the Heat were basically like daring the Knicks to take and make threes, right? Yeah. I'm I don't know what happens if he's in the game or not, but like at some point, how do you not put Quentin Grimes in the game? You know what I, I mean? He, I think he had a lot of rust to get off also. Remember, he's coming off of an injury. I know, but I just feel like in theory, I don't even think it's in theory, he's your best shooter. Right? Like as far as like spotting up and hitting threes. I just don't understand how that he were basically saying Go ahead and make a three if you can. And Tibbs is just, he's got his guy on the bench, and he only plays 10 minutes? Yeah. Like, come on, man. He just got off an injury, though, man. You don't, I mean, So you think that, you think it was more of he wasn't prepared to play more minutes? I, I think they were just watching just, his minutes. Yeah, they were watching his minutes. Okay. He could have said That's, something to the coach. I mean, like, we don't we don't know all the inner workings, but, like, he he's back. So we know that we have that. But you don't want to yeah. overuse him. And then he gets injured again, and then we don't we can't use him at all. That's yeah. why I'm glad they didn't play Julius Randle today. I'm glad that he's still recovering because we need him. If he goes back in, hurts himself, and then we we don't get him for the rest of the series, that, that's all yeah, she wrote. You yeah, know what I mean? So I get it. It's it's fine. We lost by seven. If, if it was like a blowout, I understand. The the I think the highest lead that Miami had was ten. Yeah. So it was it wasn't like we got dragged in this match. So let's talk about what I think was the most important sequence 
of the game. I thought that this was basically game set match. You probably know where I'm going with this. Uh, So let me make sure I see it right. So the heat call timeout, I believe. At 5.05 left in the game. Miami calls timeout. Jimmy Butler sprains the ankle. Uh, He steps up. Makes both free throws, yeah. extends the lead to 97-92. Brunson comes down, hits a floater, cuts it to four. No, cuts it to three, I'm sorry. Then, to me, this is like one of the biggest shots of the game. Gabe Vincent comes back, hits a three, extends the lead to 194. And then, after that, it's just fuckery. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, Kyle Lowry ties up. Jalen Brunson, uh, it's a jump ball. Uh, then I think RJ Barrett comes down, gets his shot blocked. He tried it. He tried it. Yeah, he he tried it. Um, then RJ Barrett offensive foul, that was on the the screen. Yeah. Then RJ Barrett turnover. Yes, <laughs> he tried to get the foul on that one too. He called timeout. Kyle Larry hits a, another shot. as a tough shot on the baseline. Extends the lead to 10. That's the 10-point lead you're talking about. But the fuckery continues for the Knicks, right? Yeah. Very next possession, R.J. Barrett, turnover. <laughs> like, bro, it just got crazy after that. Like, the Knicks just started kicking the ball around. Yeah. The Heat weren't really making any shots after that, but they didn't have to. They only scored four points after that. But That's right. There was just so many turnovers and just it got down to a minute left. But those like three or four possessions, the the Kyle Lowry jump ball. Yeah, the Kyle Lowry jump ball where Jalen Brunson is doing what Knicks fans said that they should do is to drive into oblivion where everybody's at. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's what Tim should tell them to do because they shouldn't shoot wide open threes that are available to them. So Barrett and Brunson started doing what Knicks fans said they should do and driving into five guys in the paint. And well, we see what happened. So well, see all these we, all these armchair coaches, shout out to you. <laughs> I, I don't I don't hate it because like 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 you said, the picture that you showed, all five of the Miami Heat was in the paint. And we had everybody around the perimeter. Uh, anybody that was around the perimeter were capable of hitting that three point shot. We just did not hit it like in an alternate world. And I hate doing this, but like if we had hit those, it would be a different game. The defense would have been spread out a little bit because they were, they were locking up Jalen Brunson. They were locking him up and that's not happening. If Julius is in the game. So I hate the ifs and and all that. What ifs? And and this is how it played out right now. One thing I think is very important is, like, with Julius out, that allows Bam to kind of chill, right? Because you figure Bam's going to play on – he's going to guard Julius a lot. Yeah. And with Julius not there, Bam to kind of relax and guard Mitchell Robinson. And I just feel like them – because what would happen is Kevin Love would have to guard Mitchell Robinson. 
right? So you got a huge size advantage on the glass, even though Kevin Love is great at boxing out and grabbing rebounds and stuff. You still like that matchup if you're a Knicks fan. And we've seen Julius score on Ben, right? It's not like something that's impossible for him to do. Right. So yeah, you just it's so much it's so much better, bro. It's so much better. Everything makes so much more sense when Julius is in the lineup, especially against this team. Exactly. Where Bam can't just roam and play free safety. You know? So it's getting Julius back is important. It's imperative. Knicks fans that said that we're better off without him. I mean I don't know. Those aren't fans then. How can you be a fan of the Knicks and then think that we're better without Julius Randle? Were they watching the games? Did they see the season? I, I just, I don't listen. Just, I, there I are some good things. There's some good things without Julius, right? Um, obviously, they play a little faster, right? Which we've seen in the first half, especially. Like but they Julius got up and down. Slow, Julius don't slow the team down. When, they, when there's, you know, if, if yeah, everybody but, else but, runs, we good. I agree with that. I agree with that. But we also, when Obi's in there, like the pace quickens. Yeah, right? it's it's evident. It's like true. it's a little bit faster. Yeah. Like when Julius is in there, it's more of a half court. The Knicks play more half court offense. When like it's when that bench comes in, like yeah. the way the bench is supposed to be with Josh Hart coming off the bench, wink, wink, Tibbs, <laughs> right? And they come in and, and they that tempo ups with quickly and, and heart and, and, and tapping. It's a different yeah. team. Yeah. It's literally a different team. It is. It so shakes, that's why I like though. that's why I like the five starters that we had all season. You know what I mean? And for yeah. those guys, those four guys to come in with insert whatever other starters out there with them, to me it just works so much better. But I mean, I, I hope that this was just a one time thing. I hope it's like you said, they didn't feel good about Grimes playing big minutes tonight. And hopefully, some point in this series, Grimes will be back in the starting lineup and we could get Hart running circles around bench guys again. Yeah. Because our, our, our second our second team really was the heart of the team. I don't think there's anyone that calls himself a fan that would say any different. I mean, I think that's why they say we can do without Julius Randle, but it, it's not true. It's not true. Julius Randle, like... I was looking at the the Cavs game with some recap, and Julius Randle was literally just pushing everybody out of the way. There, there was nobody physical enough to to deal with. Yeah, yeah, bro. And, and and that game five, he came out like a monster in that yeah. first quarter, bro. Yeah, and I was like, laughing. Was... I was laugh. I was just like, yo, they got nothing for this guy. And and like you said, Bam is usually the one that would have to guard him because they don't got nobody else. To, to yeah. guard Julius like that. So with him in the game, it changes the game. Even if he doesn't Absolutely. score, and he will though, but even if he doesn't score, just that, just his presence alone will change the defense, will change the offense. And and if if you watch Julius, he loves kicking out to the shooter. So even if he's mm-hmm. not scoring, he's make, he's he's passing it to the open man who's going to knock down the three-point shot. Now, uh, we got to knock, knock down the three-point shot. In order for it to, to work, which I think is really what killed us tonight, plus the turnovers in the fourth. But I mean, <laughs> I'm not the, the thing that makes me nervous, bro. The worried. thing that makes me nervous a little bit is, and it's something that when we had uh, before the playoffs, when we did our preview and we had just Blaze on, one of the things we talking about, like biggest concerns that I had with the Knicks, we all talked about our biggest concerns with the Knicks 
And my one biggest concern was like how hot and cold they could get, right? From three. The yeah. thing that's bothering me more than anything is like they've been like it's been all cold. It hasn't been hot and cold. Like they're shooting below 30% yeah. for the playoffs. Yeah. So I'm just wondering when it's coming, right? Like we gotta have a game where and I'm thinking it's gonna be game two. I really hope and I really Ask. believe it'll be game two. Where I know they're kicking they just finally right make some shots, bro. Yeah, I know they're kicking themselves right now saying, yo, I got to do better in this game. And they're going to come out, and you're going to see. Did you see Brunson? I didn't see the the post. You talking about uh, the so, post-game interview? Yeah, nah, so they that. asked him about, you know, what basically what happened and what went wrong. And he was just like, I was horrific. Mm. <laughs> was, the word, was the word he used to describe the way it's he true. played. It's true. Because yeah, like if you of, look at the, the numbers. He, missed, he usually knocks those down easy. Yes, absolutely, bro. Like he had some wide open threes. Yeah. And he had one go in and out. It was like the first one he shot in the first quarter. I think it was the first three he shot. It went in and out. But he also had a couple that weren't even close, bro. <laughs> like the Knicks, the Knicks shot some threes tonight where I was just like, whoa. Like they shot some bricks, bro. Yeah. The one Josh Josh Hart shot one where I mean that the one from the corner, the screenshot that I sent. Yeah. Right, that shot like it just barely hit the front of the rim. Yeah, like they just yeah, Mitchell Robinson shooting air balls from the line. Yeah. It's just it's it's not good, bro. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't it wasn't pretty, but I feel like that's okay. It's, it's game one. And, yeah, uh, we're gonna be all right. We gonna be like we gonna be all right. Like uh, what was I gonna so, say? Uh, now go ahead, go ahead, because I can't even remember what I was. Now gonna I was gonna ask you like, what do you think? What do you think that? They need to do moving forward to like, you know, get a get a winning game too specifically. Nothing. Nothing. They don't have to do anything different. Just 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 make shots. Just make shots. Yeah. Again, I, I, again, I have I, we I lost kind of agree seven. with that. We lost by seven. If we hit yeah, what? Um three additional three point shots. Which is not like tap. A crazy is that ass. crazy? That exactly. Makes, that makes it's you makes you ten for thirty. Makes you ten for thirty four, which is yeah. still terrible. And it's a win but, against this yeah. team tonight. So I mean, nothing. Get your like. They just need to to don't overthink it. Get their confidence back, and play and play Knicks basketball. What they've been doing yeah. all season, which got them here. So I'm, I'm not, I don't. I mean, what do you think they need to 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 change, if anything? I think they need to make some shots, bro. Like, <laughs> it really comes. It, I, I don't know what else to say. And, exactly. And I mean, I guess. So Tibbs. I mean, Miami didn't exactly. Miami didn't exactly shoot the lights out. I guess. Yeah. If you want to say they got it, there was a few plays where I felt like they kind of got lost on like three point shooters. It was one play in particular with Obi, and it's crazy because you seen his face. Like as the pass goes over his head, he makes a face like, oh, fuck. <laughs> because he knows that yeah. where he was standing, he'll never get to the cup to, to the corner and recover. And I, th- I believe it was uh, Kevin Love that was camping out in the corner, yeah, and he hit a three. He got money there. So I guess th- those are some of the things that we need to clean up. The turnovers, obviously, uh, a lot of the turnovers came late, like where the Knicks kind of really. Lost their poise, I guess. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Um, I, I gotta that's say, that... they, they fell apart, and um, it, you know, maybe maybe that's true. 
that's something that needs to get cleaned up. I mean, if you look at a guy like Barrett, if I'm Barrett outside of the four turnovers, I don't change anything. I thought he was once again like and twenty six points. You got you got people like my boy was like, oh, that's the RJ Barrett I know in the second half when you know things started <laughs> going bad. It's just but they like, ain't lying. They ain't lying. It's just like but at the same time, season, it's like that's how RJ Barrett played. But, but let me tell you why that bothers me though, because this guy has come out the last four games and balled. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just feel like at some point he's doing it in the playoffs in one of the probably the heaviest jersey in the league. And he's performing at the level he's performing at the last four games. Like, when do we kind of save that? Like, and, and unless he throws up a two for 12 clunker, like, can we leave that narrative alone? Like, that kid balled today. But, but, he balled, bro. But the comment isn't it, it isn't it's not a it's not a bad comment because in the fourth quarter it reminds mm-hmm. me of the regular season but in the postseason in the playoffs yo rj's been playing out his mind he, he wasn't playing like this during the regular season so when nah. they, if someone says oh the fourth quarter that's the rj barrett i know it makes sense i i could i can understand that but, I um, guess maybe I'm just not that petty. No, and and you shouldn't be. You know, what I mean, like the your team, your team lost, and you know, if we need to find uh, someone to blame, you could easily say, okay, fourth quarter, RJ. But it doesn't matter because it was a team effort, and the team didn't get it done. So, you know, whatever. But it, you know, I kind of feel the same way because when I was watching him, he he was doing a lot of the the silliness, like running, uh, like driving to the hole taking bad layup shots that had no chance of making it whatsoever. Like, like the one where he, the one where he like throws it. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> he, he really thought he was going to get a foul. And then he's just like, yo, where's the foul? Like, I hate that basketball. You, I hate that basketball. Yeah. And the, and the problem with that is. Obi was in the, I mean, not Obi. Uh, quickly was in the corner. You could have kicked it out. You didn't, you didn't hear yeah. the whistle. You don't stop playing until you hear the whistle. I mean, you know what the problem is too, bro. What's that? You can't expect to get a call when you're because he wasn't. He was kind of like driving across the lane. Yeah, he wasn't driving like to the rim. Like you get calls usually when you're when you attack. Yeah, right. And the reason why he got to the line so much, even today, he got to the line eight times, yeah. and why he was getting to the line in those games in Cleveland, three, four, and five was because he was attacking the rim. He was actually trying to score. Attacking through the rim. Like, when you – that shot that he took over his head, he's, like, going across the the lane, and he just tosses it up. Like, you're not going to get a call – you're not going to get a call running away from the rim, shooting a layup over your head, bro. They're just not going to give that to you. He he ran a slant play. I was like, this ain't football. He really did, though. (laughs) He really did. But I don't want to – I don't want to shit on him because outside of, like, and even the one play. turnover, even the one turnover that he had, he had one turnover where he passed it to Josh Hart. And I don't know what Josh Hart was doing. I felt like Josh Hart should have caught the pass. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he, like but he, he, but he, he didn't. He, he dribbled it in, but it still rolled out. It, it was, it was, yeah. Weird. I couldn't really see But what that's happened. RJ's, but that was RJ's turnover. Yes. But I don't think that was necessarily RJ's fault. No. If you well, want to say the pass was, if you want to say the pass was kind of a grenade, okay, but 
you still got to catch it though. It was yeah, thrown to you. He second guessed it, but I, I think when he turned away the first time, it got Josh to say, "Okay, you're not passing it. Let me move, you know, in." Mm-hmm. And so RJ said, "Okay, no, nah, I don't want to go this way." He turned back, and he didn't really give him eye contact. He just kind of threw it in that direction because he still was kind of there. So yeah. Josh now had to turn back to where he was, you know, just moving from, and he just couldn't control it. So yeah. I, I can understand. But no, yeah, I think you're right. I think it should have been more Josh Hart because he did touch the ball. Or did yeah, he? Yeah, I, I can't really remember. It, he touched it. Like he, he, he touched did, it, right? but it looked like, you know what, it, it looked like, because like you were saying, like he started to like do what Josh Hart does, it. right? He's probably going probably going to crash to the glass or something like right. that looking for a shot so when rj threw the pass it, like his feet got tangled up a little bit because then he's trying to like pivot and turn back exactly but i'm just like oh, god guys and you it guys was just look, time where, where we just i think we had yes. just got a turnover we just got the, and like, we were you like, guys look so bad yeah it, it, that one was a rough one like um, i'm trying to see i'm looking at the play-by-play i'm trying to see exactly what happened like, the video I, and then maybe i could share it because if, if Barrett got the turnover, I could definitely find it. But yeah, it, it was it, it was a it was a weird pass. Let's see. I think it was this one right here. Let me see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got it. Let me see if I could share the screen now. Can you see my screen? Nah. Hmm. What about now? No. Hey. All right. I think that's because I don't I don't have the control. Um, all right. Um, I got it, but um let me see. RJ's in the second round. The playoffs and people talk smack. They better use things, not going anywhere. Yeah, I mean, all right, I guess let people talk, I guess. But it is a little bit annoying at the same time. When you say RJ is in the second round to play when people talk smack, they better get used to him. He's not going anywhere. I mean, yeah, it's playoff basketball. When the team loses, you know, people got to say something. Yes, they do. <laughs> Did he play looking, football? Um, no, I think no wonder. I, I'm such an idiot. What happened? Cause I'm looking for this RJ like that play, yeah. But I'm looking at the first quarter. Oh yeah, definitely fourth quarter. It, it's the only turnover he got in the fourth quarter. Yeah, so. it was the fourth quarter. It says everyone that and the, the other turnover. The the other turnover was the uh, the moving screen, which I don't know what he was doing on that play. And then he had the nerve to argue. I'm like, bro, you just yeah. literally like you literally jumped into him with your shoulder. <laughs> oh. And that's the next question I wanted to ask you. I think that's what, was, what I was going to ask before. How do you think the officiating mm-hmm. was? Uh, I thought it was not good. Um, Tony Brothers was on some Tony Brothers bullshit. <laughs> I don't um, think it was. I don't think it was terrible tonight. But yeah, it yeah. wasn't egregious to the point like that. That was why the Knicks lost. But right. I mean, Tony Brothers is gone. Tony Brothers, bro. 
Like, it is what it is, right? You got to deal with that. And I felt like the Heat dealt with it better than the Knicks. Yeah. There was uh, two plays that – well, there was one play that led to a, a jump ball, but there was another play that they said should have been a jump ball. Do you um, do you agree? I, I, oh, the Josh Hart one. It was Josh Hart. Where he, so. he, he was at half court, and he left his feet to throw a pass. Yes, yes. And they called a foul. Yeah, yeah. Do you I do that I agree that that should have been? No, nah, it was not a foul. It should have been a jump <laughs> ball, right? They bailed Josh Hart out. That, right? That's what I thought. But I was just like, hey, we got this one. And I think that's why they gave um, uh, uh, Lowry the foul on the next play because they were like, yo, we owe this one to you. But he that that was like a legit. He legit tied Brunson up though. I mean, yeah. we're being honest. No, no, not not the second jump ball. I mean, there was a foul that he got. I think the very oh, next I see what you're saying. And I think they gotcha. gave him that one because they're like, oh, yeah, you know, you guys were right. Um, gotcha. Because the crowd, they was like, they were cursing out the ref. Yeah, so it was with 2.53 left when RJ threw that pass. Kyle Lowry had just hit that baseline fadeaway to make it a 10-point lead. And then it's you're still looking at the time, right? You're like, okay, it's 2.53, like, it's ten it's points. A little bit it's not impossible as long as you you got yeah. to play perfect the rest of the way yeah. almost, but it's not out exactly. of the question, right? Um, I mean, it felt out of the question. Like ten points felt like twenty tonight, right? Because the Knicks couldn't hit threes. <laughs> so ten points when they got possession of the ball though. It was one point the Knicks got down by eight, and I was just like, this feels yeah. like a massive uphill climb yeah. with the way they're shooting the ball tonight. Yeah. Exactly. I was like, I it think felt like it felt I, like I being down by. You know what it felt like? It felt like being down by eight in nineteen ninety four, bro. Mm. Like <laughs> you down it. by eight in ninety four, bro. It feels like it feels so hard to get back. Yeah. Like an eight point lead now is nothing, right? Yeah. Team scored eight points in what two minutes, one minute. It's true because we right. we were down eight earlier in the quarter, and then uh, I think we called the timeout. We came back. We hit. Um, a jump shot, and then we hit a three, and we was right back in the game. Yeah. So I was just like, "Oh, there we go." But then you know, all hell broke loose after that. So, so one person I I want to highlight is Emmanuel quickly, bro. That his best game. Like I felt like maybe they found something. In game five of that Cavs series, he looked a lot better. Didn't shoot great, like, but a lot of that came at the end of the game where everybody was kind of shooting, like, terrible towards the end. Of the, the Knicks weren't really scoring at the end of that game. It's just the Cavs were so bad, it didn't matter. Yeah. But quickly shot 5 of 15 in that game, but he made some shots early, and you were like, all right, this is the quickly that we know. You were looking for him to kind of pick up where he left off. And yeah. it just wasn't there again today, man. No, Obi didn't play in the fourth quarter. Any any minutes? I don't know if he got any minutes. I know he didn't play much though. Played Josh Hart. I, I know. I, yeah, I know. At one, I know. At one point, he came out. At, it was either the end of the third or like the beginning of the fourth or early in the fourth. And he never came back. Mm. But I think it was. I don't think he played in the fourth at all. What up? What up? Salute. Uh, I could. That's another thing you could just look that shit up. 
Why can't I why can't I share my screen? It says that I'm sharing it. IQ on another planet. Yeah, I mean, like the Knicks desperately need this guy to yo, everybody's life is so much easier if he snaps out of it. Yeah. He had a I think it was was it you that pointed it out? No, it was somebody in uh the TFE uh, live thread. I thought it was somebody in, in the group chat, but it was a TFE live thread. Somebody pointed out that quickly had a layup on one play. I don't know if you guys seen that. It might have been the second or third quarter. Quickly had a layup, and instead of him, or like a floater, and instead of him shooting it, he kicked it out to Obi for three. Mm. And it's just like, bruh, if we're going to have a chance, like, you need to be aggressive. Yeah. But I don't blame him. Get Obi going, knock down them threes. Because if Obi's in the corner, I'm not, I'm passing this one. Cause, it uh, wasn't in the corner. It was, it was, it was above the break. But, like, I'm not mad at him for the play, just to be clear, right? Like, he was trying to make an unselfish play. You can't really be mad at that. But I guess my thing is, like, we need you to be, especially with Julius out, like, you need to be aggressive. You need to look for your shot, bro. Exactly. So that's my thing. So to see him, like, pass that up, I'm just like, come on, man. Shoot the rock, bro. But you need your points. Tips played IQ over Obi. Yeah, I don't really know why quickly was in there. I don't I didn't agree with that. I don't agree with that, but there were some things I didn't I didn't necessarily agree with. The Knicks being me and Ricky talked about it before a lot of you guys got here, but I didn't necessarily agree with like the Knicks are desperate for shooting and we don't know because the Knicks don't tell us anything. But we don't know if Grimes was available to play big minutes or not tonight, but like he didn't, he, we needed shooting and he just wasn't in there. So, yeah, I mean, Tibbs will never tell us anything. <laughs> are, are you able <laughs> you know to see my I mean? screen right now? I still can't see it, bro. Hey, I don't know. All right, I, I'm, I'm going to give up next time. Yeah, that the, was I a have the exact play. That was a killer too, uh, Jose. The four-point play, like you gotta, yeah. Quickly, he's got to get his head in the game. And, and the thing about that four-point play is, and I mean, we've seen them foul jump shooters before, like it happens. But just like the timing of when it happened, it was just like, come on, because you, you look at quickly as one of the smarter players on the yeah. team. So Miami's in the middle of a run. And then he commits that foul. He fouls the guy shooting the three. It just was a bad look, man. And at a time where they were like really gaining momentum, like that was not something that you wanted to give them. What else we got going on in the chat? But they they're gonna they're gonna grow from this. Like I, I don't think they're gonna tune. What's good, game. baby? IQ on another planet. I mean, listen, man, don't be pissed. Like it's game one. I mean, you wanna. It wasn't. You a wanna problem. win. Yeah, you wanna win game one. You wanna. You wanna win at home for you sure. You don't. You don't wanna give up home court advantage, especially not in the very first game. But at the same time, like it happened. So now these guys got to do what we've seen them do all year, and that's bounce back. Yeah, Jose, 
12 or 20 from the free throw line yeah. tonight. And, it, and, if, and if it's 20 for 20, the game's over. That's game. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, I guess you would like for them to make make them all. But when you got Mitch on your team, yeah. <laughs> you're probably, you're probably not going to make them all. I but yeah, I mean, he doesn't just arc his shot a little bit more. It, it, he doesn't shoot terrible. He just shoots it flat. He put yeah, that's the thing, right? He shoots it like straight, like it's yeah. online. You know what I mean? So I think it was Wally Zerbiak, right? Wally Zerbiak, who was a shooter, he said that good shooters miss long or short, like they don't miss left or right. Like Mitch doesn't often miss left or right. It's usually short or long, mostly short because you don't put nothing on it as far as like art. Like only one allowed them is foul shot. He got Mitch. fouled. Uh, he got fouled on the dunk, Mitch, and he missed the dunk. And I was just like, man. Yeah, that was on a that was on a loud. Yeah, Lowry fouled him. You can't you can't miss that. And, and I don't he, know if you've seen him when when he missed it, you could see his face. He's like, yeah, because 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 now you got to shoot two free throws, and you know that's not your thing. So it's just like yeah. make that dunk. Yeah, man. So what was, I didn't even look. What was he tonight? He was. What from the line? One of one of four from the line tonight. Yeah. One of four from the line, and then I mean it was really him and RJ are the main culprits, right? He's one yeah. of four. RJ's five of eight. Jalen missed one, and and Grimes missed one. Quickly was burning from the line, but he only got there once. Yeah, that's another thing. Like, it's so much stuff, right? Like, quickly being kept off the line, where you know he got to the line a lot during the season. Like all of these things, right? Where I fight that, and this might be youth, Ricky, which is another thing that I said. I, I did a live stream on Facebook on the Frozen Envelope the other day. And I just went through like some of the things that I was nervous about. And I still had the same feelings about the shooting that I had before the, this, this, the, play, the playoff started. But one of the things I also said was like, Miami is what you seen from cleveland like how they were kind of like you could tell that they were 100 percent bothered by like the moment right and like they were rattled by msg and just rattled by the knicks in general um this team's not gonna get rattled you know what i mean kyle larry nba champion <laughs> kevin Jimmy love Butler. nba champion yeah Jimmy Butler has been in several deep playoff runs, as have a lot of this this team. This team's been together. Bam, right? Yeah, been in and long Gabe, playoff Gabe runs. Gabe Vincent, he, he's no slouch. He Gabe Vincent, he looks like he looks like he's made for the playoffs. Yeah, but it also helps that like they've made deep runs. This team and Gabe Vincent was part of that team. You know, last year they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. One seed. So I mean, yeah, they, you know. A lot, you know, some of that is coaching, but you know, a lot of that is is these guys playing well together. To me, the player of the game tonight was Kyle Lowry. Like, he had the one play, and I don't, we don't, we didn't talk about it here. I'm I'm mad that we've been on almost 45 minutes, and I haven't mentioned it. So, remember, it was 97-94. This was like after the whole Butler thing where he sprained the ankle. Uh. He hit two free throws, put him up 94-92. I think the Knicks scored. Brunson, I think, scored. Cut it back to three. 
And then Miami comes down and misses. Mitch grabs the rebound. Yeah. And Mitch does what Mitch does. He makes himself small. Lowry pokes it away. Yeah. Gives the yeah. Heat another possession. And that's when Gabe Vincent hits the three to push the lead. To me, that was the biggest play of the game. Yeah. The, the Kyle Lowry poke away. And then Vincent subsequently hits the three. Pushes the lead back up to six. To me, Knicks never recovered after that. Right. Like, that was the game. Um, and Kyle Lowry obviously forced the jump ball with Brunson, then won the jump ball. Yeah. At so, that point, yeah, like, when they won the jump ball, I, I said to me, all right, this game is over. Yeah. Yeah, man. And, and like, like, like I said, there. we talked about the the baseline fadeaway that Lowry hit. Lowry hit. Lowry did so many big things in this game, man. It's not even funny. He did. I don't think that's going to happen too much. I, I'm not a Listen, I'm not a big Lowry fan, so I, I don't I, speak highly of him. I'm I like Kyle Lowry. I think Kyle Lowry is a gamer. I think Kyle Lowry is playoff tested and battle tested in these moments. And I think that this is something that the Knicks are gonna have. Knicks are gonna have to overcome their naivety and their youth and their lack of experience against this team. Because even though this team is shorthanded. Even though when you look at the sum of their parts, it doesn't look like that much. Yeah. Like I said, these guys all been there. Cleveland looks really stupid. Letting go of Kevin Love. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know what they were thinking because they could have used that guy in that series, man. Yep. So, and, and we've seen it tonight. But but Lowry, I don't know. Like To me, he just seems like he just does... He does a lot of things for uh, the um, for for the for the like that poke away and 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 stuff like that. He he does a lot of stuff like that, but like you don't really see him. Well, I don't usually see him as as a scorer. So like to to see him knock down jump shots over Jalen Brunson to me, I was just like, man, that's not gonna happen that much. This Hold season. on, whoa, 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 you don't see him as a scorer? Nah, I don't. I mean, this guy is an all star, bro. I mean, obviously he's at an advanced stage of his career, but he's an all-star. Like he's been there and done that. I lose my calls. No, no, no. I'm here. I'm here. Uh, so yeah, I can't. I can't say that, Ricky. I can't say that. I mean, the guy could score. Like I said, you know, I don't speak. I don't. I don't think very highly of Larry. So I'm not going to speak positive of him. You might think very highly of him after this. <laughs> 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 no, nah, I don't. I don't think I will. But you know, we'll see. We'll see. I, like, I don't think he's gonna play. I don't think he's gonna play phenomenally um, much longer. Like, I feel like even when they when Miami got him, he was already you know one foot out of the league. So, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, you know what? Uh, he didn't have a great season. Um, from what I understand from Miami fans, a lot of Miami fans turned on him during the season. Wow. But these moments right now, Ricky. Yeah. These moments, he's built for it, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He make he makes smart plays. He he tricks the refs a lot of times with 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 what he does. Um, so like I know he's capable of doing good things for his team, but um, I, I'm not I'm not I'm not a big fan of his. I didn't even realize that, Jose. That's crazy. What's that? Uh, Larry had four black shots. 
yo, Kyle had himself a game, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is he's not gonna play like this the entire series. So I like I'm I'm glad he had a great game. I but, hope you're right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I'm you you wanted to know why I hope you're right? I hope you're right because he's basically kind of stepped into the role of Tyler Hero in a way, right? Right. So they sorely are going to miss Tyler Hero in the series. But if Kyle could kind of duplicate what Kyle, I mean, if Kyle could duplicate what Tyler was giving them, that's yeah. not good for the It's not yeah, good for yeah, the Knicks, bro. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. He, he can't do that. What I, I was surprised I about right. is uh, Duncan Robinson not hitting any shots. Yeah, he couldn't I, buy a basket. I was just like, yo, I was like, we should have this game. He's not hitting anything. But but I mean, to be fair, Duncan, but you know, you know what's man. crazy though, bro? It's funny you mentioned Duncan Robinson. You know, Duncan Robinson shot seventy two percent from three in the Buck series. That's that's what he does. But 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 here's the crazy part about it though. Like we say that that's what he does. The last two years, he's been terrible, bro. <laughs> since since he got paid, yeah. I mean, he's been in and out of the rotation. I think he shot. This is a guy who you view like as a forty percent three point shooter, right? Like in your head, when you, yeah. I think he shot under thirty five percent the last two years. He's been horrible since he got paid. So, which Duncan Robinson is Duncan Robinson? You know what I mean? Is it the zero for five Duncan Robinson we have tonight? Is it the guy who shot seventy percent from three in the Bucks in the Bucks series? Obviously, the right answer would probably be somewhere in the middle, right? Yeah, you're hoping you're hoping I'm somewhere hoping it's like, closer. I'm hoping it's like tonight for the rest of the season, if you ask me. But you know, I, I do expect him to knock down some some three point shots. Uh, if not, Gabe yeah. Vincent will take it happily. That dude, he he comes up clutch. I watched him in the in the Buck series. He he comes up clutch. Yeah, he's fearless. He's fearless, bro. Yeah, he he likes those moments. It's just so. I mean, I was about to say something, but I'm not going to. Okay. Nope. Don't do it. Not gonna Don't say it. it. Don't do it. I ain't gonna force you neither. It, but it is frustrating to see. I'm trying to think of a way to say this <laughs> without sounding complimentary. The fact that the Miami Heat can come out and do what they've they're doing and do what they've done so far in the postseason is beyond like reproach like it doesn't really make sense that a team with eight undrafted players can do what they're doing without a guy who averages 20 points per game for them is one of their main you know lead ball handlers I just feel like it would be – it wouldn't be good if the Knicks lost this series. Let's just put it that way. Well, no. No. Like, the, the, whatever happened in Milwaukee happened to Milwaukee. Right. I don't care what happened to Milwaukee, right? Yeah. Because I watched that series. I don't feel like Milwaukee bought it in that series. I felt like Milwaukee played like a bunch of suckers. Yeah. These Heat fans that are saying, like, Heat and five, uh, obviously, they feel that way because they just they, beat the number one team the, in the yeah, NBA. First seed, you know so, what I mean? So they sh- so. not just the first seed, like the best 
record in the NBA. You know what I mean? Like the the what do you what do you the undisputed number one seed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they should feel that way, but at the same time, it's like I'm looking like how thin are they? <laughs> you know what I mean, bro? Yeah. Like how thin is this roster, bro? If you look at the Miami Heat, do they look like NBA Finals championship team? They don't look like a second round team this on is, paper. This is, this is what I'm saying. This is it's madness, bro. This is what I'm what they're doing. Yeah. But at the same time, like Spoelstra's a hell of a coach. Yes. The, that, the that Knicks, the Knicks are incredibly green, which is something that I think after watching today's game needs to be factored in. They look green, you know what I mean? Yeah. Against a team that is very seasoned, bro. And I don't know. The Knicks just got to figure out a way to overcome whatever inexperience they have and play to whatever level that they're all. They, have, they need to play to their ceilings. And I mean everybody, right? Like Quentin Grimes needs to at some point have a coming out party because he's the guy who, when I think about the Knicks three point shooting, yeah. That's the first. He be, he's yeah, the first he guy that there. comes to my mind. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But again, you got to give him a little bit of um, cushion because he is coming off an injury. And I want to say what Jose just said. Butler is a player. I was listening to an interview um, of Jeff Teague when he was on Minnesota, and mm-hmm. Jimmy was he had the third screen, uh, the, the third uh, string players on his team against the starters. And he spanked them. And then the second string came in. He spanked them too, right? Yeah, I heard it. That, that's everybody knows it. But this is like a, this is like a a, a story of like folk legend. <laughs> Yo, but Jimmy, yeah. he he wants to win, and he's he's yeah, gonna he's... find a way to win. So give it like they got an excellent coach. You got a player in Jimmy Butler, and he's gonna do what, what it takes to win. And like you said earlier, and and you said correctly, we have they have experienced players on their squad who, who's been there before. You have mm. champions on the team. You yep. know what I mean? So it's not unbelievable what they're doing, but they really shouldn't be doing what they're doing. Uh, I guess when you look at and I'm not just talking record either. When you look at the entirety of their regular season, they finished with a negative net rating. Like, they're the worst three-point shooting team in the league or one of. Playing is how they got to the playoffs, man. And then, like, all of a sudden, not so much tonight, right? They only shot 33% from three, but they shot 42% from three in the Buck series. Like, how do you get so high? <laughs> <laughs> Playoff basketball is different basketball. Bro, Jimmy that's why, Butler. That's why a lot of people say the regular season doesn't matter. A lot of people believe the regular season does not matter. You, you, you play your games just to position yourself in the playoffs, but then everything changes in, in the postseason. So I get it. Yo, Jose Garcia. You're getting the ball. Very cohesive. Yo, yo, Jose Garcia. So I agree with you. Right, if but he said Butler's a player, if he passes the ball, if Randall passed like Butler, we'd be much better off. So I agree with you, but I mean we've seen games where shit. Look at Game Five before he went down. Like he was well on his way to a triple double in that game. Yeah. Julius, I mean he had thirteen six and four before the injury. So I locked in Julius 
like the one that was locked in in game five, and a locked in Barrett, which we currently already have, like the ball will get sprayed around. The Knicks gotta make shots though, bro. Like yeah. I can't they gotta knock stress shots. this enough. Shots must be made at some point. Got to like this twenty percent nonsense that's been going on in the postseason. I I just have to believe. I have to believe that percentages do not work like this. And at some point, something's going to have to give. The same way Miami wasn't the third worst or whatever they were, three-point shooting team in the NBA during the regular season. And now they've gotten hot, right? At some point, this has to change, right? Like, that, it only makes sense. Either it doesn't change or these guys are really this tight on, with their shooting that they're just incapable of making shots in the playoffs. It's one or the other. I guess time will tell as the series goes along. I still think the Knicks are going to win this. I had Knicks in five. I don't think that's the case anymore because I don't think we're going to win four straight. But I still like the Knicks in six or seven. I like the Knicks winning this series still. You know what I mean? I still feel that way. Um, What happened today didn't change my mind. You said it didn't change your mind? No, what happened today didn't change my mind. I still think the Knicks win this series. Uh, We've seen this team lose. We've seen this team lose games and bounce back. You know what I mean? And Yeah, third quarter was was garbage. I mean, yeah, the third quarter was third quarter was the quarter that got us right. And oftentimes, oftentimes it is. is, We lost the third. We we lost the third quarter by eleven points. Like, that that can't happen. Uh, but we won the first by eleven points. I mean, yeah. listen, yo, yeah. you know what's crazy though, bro? So in that second quarter, right? Obviously, the the Knicks were kind of like teeter totter in between like a double digit lead, and then it would like be down to six, go back to ten, down to six. The Knicks had so many opportunities to kind of distance themselves from Miami in the second quarter. Like, how many times did they throw the ball away on a fast break, which is becoming a thing, by the way? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, like, have, like, a golden opportunity to score and not score. Like, I just felt like I had to go back and watch again because, I mean, the game happened, you know, several hours ago, and a lot of shit happened to me today. But we'll talk <laughs> about that off, off air. <laughs> It's another rough 48 hours, bro. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I, I had a lot on my mind. So as I'm watching the game, I'm still thinking about, like, all of the shit that I'm going to have to deal with in this upcoming week. doesn't feel good. <laughs> so I can't remember the game like I normally would remember the game. But there were multiple plays in that second quarter specifically where I'm just like, ooh. Like, we're up. It feels good to be up, but like, what an opportunity, man! Like, mm, so many of those, so many of those in the first quarter, in the first half. Try right. to find. Oh, and I'm man. looking. We we lost the second quarter and the third quarter, and the and fourth quarter. Fourth quarter. I mean, <laughs> one one point difference, but um, yeah. 
and and I think I said this um, on on one of the shows. When the Knicks get an early lead, it makes me the most nervous because they have the rest of the game to lose that lead. I like mm-hmm. it when they have a, a short lead and they slowly build on it throughout the game because then they you can see that they figured out what they need to do and then just building on. And then they're they're using their defense to help their offense, and it's a slow win. And that's and that, that's how we beat the Cavs. So when they when they went up 11, what was it, 12, 11 points in the first quarter, I was just like, I don't like this early lead stuff. I really don't. But don't get me wrong, I love a 30 point quarter. I think if oh, they can make every on. 30, every quarter 30 points, it's a win. Come on, Jose. Like you're better than this, bro. He, he said, he said, he said he should always play with a bad ankle so he could pass. Nah, nah, you don't want like, you want him to be aggressive. You want him my to thing be is like, I, I don't know. Want, I guess this, I guess this notion that he doesn't pass bothers me a little bit. It's not, it's not sitting true. right with me, bro. It, 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 it is. He is such a willing passer, bro. Yeah. Absolutely. Like the, he doesn't get always... the Reggie Bullock thing, man. He used to always kick it out to Reggie Bullock. And then um when um the Frenchman came, he was to always try to find him. And um if 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 Grimes was more of uh I shouldn't even say that, but if Grimes was open more, he would find Grimes uh for the shot. So I mean I, I think he's a very willing passer. I think he's a very willing passer. Yeah, he doesn't always make the right decisions. Let's just make that clear. But it's not like for... I don't think that it's like on some like... And sometimes it is, right? Because I feel like star players got to have like a little bit of ego. Yeah. But it's not always always like, oh, I'm going to just go get mine no matter what, right? Now, there are those possessions. Shit, even Brunson has those possessions. Brunson does that so many times. Where where you know... You know he's not passing, yeah, right? Exactly. Or not possession. I, I hate that. So I don't have an issue with my stars calling their number every now and then, but I mean, you just got to mix in some passing too. I think Julius, for the most part, does a good job of it. I'm I'm not gonna sit here and slam Julius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think he, it's true that he doesn't try to pass. I don't think that's. He's true. a more willing. He's a more willing passer than than. And I hate to say it because I love the guy. He's a more willing passer than Melo was. Yeah. Like Melo, Melo dead eyes, Melo dead eyes told Iman Shumper. Iman Shumper talked about this in an interview where he asked Melo, like, yo, bro, why, why you pass me the ball? And Melo told him, because I worked on that shot. I've taken that shot in, in, in practice yeah. a million times. And I feel better about that shot than whatever shot you thought you were going to get. Exactly. <laughs> Yo, you know how many games Shumper had where he didn't hit any shots? Why the heck would Melo pass him the ball? Like, of course. Absolutely not. But Shumper does also say that Melo was one of the best um, teammates he ever had. So, how does that work? Uh, listen, Melo believed in what he was doing out there. I'm not mad at a guy for having like the utmost confidence. Absolutely. But if, if, if we're gonna talk about a guy who, you want to talk about a guy who who didn't necessarily always want to give up the ball? Like Melo didn't always necessarily want to give up the ball. Yeah. A lot of NBA players don't want to give up the ball, 
everybody feels that not I shouldn't say everybody, but a lot of these star players have that mentality where they don't see a bad shot. Like Kobe used to get so much flack for that. But like Kobe was Kobe. You know what I mean? Like, why would he it, pass the it, ball? And Kobe, ball? Kobe believed the same thing. Kobe Absolutely. believed, yeah, I practiced Absolutely. this shot so many times that it's a better shot for me than that shot will be for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I I I I guess I I don't think there's anything new anything wrong with having a little ego. That's all. Mello, yeah. he said. No reporter asked this. reporter asked Obi if he was surprised he didn't play the fourth. Obi said no. Obi's gonna always say the right thing though. I mean, I think he was surprised he didn't play the fourth because yeah. he was one of the best players out there. Don't, don't listen to what Obi says with his words. Listen to what Obi says with his with his face, his eyes how he says it like um if he shrugs right before he says it he's lying i, I watched a couple of ob interviews and i could tell uh when he actually means what he's saying and when he's just trying to say the right thing and i think as a professional you've got to say the right thing but of course he didn't want to uh, he of course he wanted to be out there oh, yeah everybody but, on that team want to play like bro ob was i thought pretty good defensively had some great contests on threes, I think uh, Jose Garcia even pointed that out in the chat earlier. Had some great contests on threes. I thought he was, like I said, he was he was the only starter that didn't have a negative plus minus. He played really well, bro. Well. And King was in King was in here saying four for eleven is horrible. It's not horrible. It's about league average. Look, like league if average. King is, says it, then you know it's the opposite of the truth. That's just how he is, man. He's still saying that we should get um, Peyton back. I'm like, what? Like that. You discredit everything you say when you start talking about uh uh was it uh, what's his name F, uh, Alfred Payton? Yeah, Alfred, <laughs> you lose all credibility when you start talking about getting him back. On Ricky, his Ricky, Ricky, Ricky don't even want to remember the name. <laughs> Yo, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. Ricky Payton wants to his, forget. He he had his his thing. He was a very good defensive player, but when it comes to offense, he wasn't there. So. You know, no, that, you know yeah. it, it just what it is, what it is, man. Yeah, nice. I know, I know, our heart was was a positive, but he, uh, Obi was the only starter that wasn't negative. Our heart was the only positive outside of Grimes in the game. Obi need to cut. wasn't. Obi, Obi cuts all the time though. That he just don't get the ball. They don't trust him yet. They don't trust him in in the cutting because he doesn't he doesn't finish well. Hart finishes well around the rim, which is surprising tonight how he played because i don't think he he did because i saw him drive and he kind of slowed his pace up which he never really does he usually goes full steam and he finishes around the rim but he didn't really do that tonight yeah and heart uh uh didn't really play like himself today either so like it's a lot of these small things that I feel contributed to the lack of us winning tonight. I'm not going to say a loss, but the lack of us winning tonight. And I don't think game two is going to be anything like tonight. Hey, yo, Ricky, you know what's crazy? <laughs> Listen, bro, when I'm wrong, man, am I wrong? <laughs> what, what are you wrong I about? Damn, I damn sure said Cavs in six, right? But yeah, yeah. one thing that I say, and it kind of played out tonight, I don't know what's going to happen moving forward. But one thing I said was I wasn't crazy about Josh Hart in the starting lineup. 
And one of the reasons why I wasn't crazy about it was because I don't feel like, and we'll see what happens with um with uh Grimes moving forward in the series, but the spacing is just not great when Josh Hart is in the starting lineup because he would rather not shoot that shot. You know what I mean? Like he could take the shot, he can make the shot. He's a capable three point shooter. But it's not his game. He had one where he was open and he missed it. He missed that all the threes he shot tonight. But he had one where he was open and you could see he kind of looked first to pass. But then it was just like, you kind of have to shoot it, bro. Like nobody's even running at you. And he yeah. shot it and he missed. And it was just like, can this. we survive against this team who's going to make some threes in Miami? with this level of spacing yeah. and I don't, I don't know, bro. Like I, I've said, you know, I got my Joe isms. And one thing that I always say is everybody's where they're supposed to be. Right. right? And Quentin Grimes is supposed to be in the starting lineup and Josh Hart is supposed to come off the bench. Yeah. So I don't know if they're treating him with kid gloves because he just got back from injury and they'll ease him back into being a starter. That's what but I believe. I just, I sure hope that, Quentin Grimes is in the starting lineup, especially when Randall gets back. Yes. Because and I, and I tell you, just him being back will change so much. Yeah. But Randall and Grimes are like such a perfect match together, right? Because Randall draws so much attention. Kick and out. he's really, he's really good at like just holding the ball. And like, you know, these guys start to creep a little bit off of Grimes and then he'll just throw like a quick pass. And you know, Grimes got the quick trigger. Yep. So yeah, to me they're a perfect marriage, and when when he does get back, I need to see them both in the starting lineup again. It just works better, man. Yeah, it does. It does. Plus, Quentin Grimes belongs in the starting lineup because of how great he is on both ends of the floor. Um, not to take away anything from Obi, but Obi is not as good of a defensive player as Quentin Grimes, and no, that's not saying anything insulting. It's just the truth. Uh, Nice said, I see. I guess he was referring to my plus minus comment. I see, man. Um, like you. Should have oh, been. Do should have been if. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. I never I, really know when Deuce should be in the game, to be perfectly honest. I like I Deuce feel, too. I, I love Deuce, but yeah. I didn't really feel like this was a Deuce game. Right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You know what? The only reason I, I say really that, feel, I never really feel that there is a game that is a deuce game. Like I, I just, I never know when to play him either. So, so I, so there were times in the Cleveland series, like when Randall was out, right, and he was part of the nine man rotation or eight and a half man rotation, whatever you want to call it. But I was like, we could use a minute or, or so here from Deuce. Like we could, they got these small guards that like to run wild off screens and stuff, and like it's a great matchup for Deuce, right? Because they like to come off picks and stuff, and he's great at getting skinny around screens. Like that was a tonight though, with the way Miami was playing defense, I don't feel like the answer was to put like a worse shooter yeah. <laughs> in the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I I don't I don't know. I don't <laughs> I don't see how that I don't see I guess good. I just don't see how you could have changed the game. This game in particular. But I do remember a game last year. I don't know if you remember this game. Knicks were down 
I want to say 16 to the Heat last season. And it was a bench unit of like quickly Deuce, Obi, and like, I don't remember who the other two guys were in the court. But they erased the 16-point lead, and Tibbs left them in the entire fourth quarter. And they won that game. I believe that game was at the Garden against Miami last year. I don't know if you remember that game or not. And um, Deuce, Deuce totally changed that game. Yeah. But, but I, I don't know if the it playoffs, was last bro. year or the year before, but Deuce mm-hmm. was lighting up the G League. Like, he was, he was looking like... It was last like, year. He was last it's, year. So he's a rookie last year. He's capable. So he's, he's definitely capable, and I get it. I was very high on, on McBride when he came to the team, but he's small. And I think that's his biggest. Oh, um, hands down, it's gonna be it's gonna be the biggest pitfall he's gonna have to overcome as an NBA player. Because he's not a bad shooter. It's just when he plays against other NBA players, his shot is gonna be easier to to block. Um, But he's not a bad shooter. Like I think he actually takes good shots. McBride versus Lowry. Um. Lowry is experienced as well. He's very tricky. He's very sneaky. I Jose think Garcia. Right Jose Garcia, maybe. But, like, I don't feel like Lowry killed us in that way. Like, he wasn't killing us with, like, penetration and stuff like that. You know what I mean? If he was, like, getting into the lane, like, play after play, then I could, I could definitely hear, like, yo, bring Deuce in and let's shut this shit down. Like, Lowry, a lot of the big plays Lowry made, honestly, were on the defensive end. You know, he had the strip off RJ's leg I talked about. He had the jump ball that he forced. He had the poke away from, from Robinson. And then, you know, he had a he had a shot here and there. He had to step back on the baseline. And then he had a big three, I believe, too. Yeah, it's because nobody like, really guarded him like that. He didn't, like, murder us to me, nah. like, offensively. He had 18 points, but, like, we didn't lose because Kyle Lowry, like, lit us up. So... I could, I don't know, bro. Like, I felt like the defense on Lowry was fine. I don't feel like McBride, we needed McBride to, like, come in and cool him off. He wasn't on, like, a, it's not like he was on a heater. You know what I mean? Where we're like, yo, we need to bring somebody in to cool right. this guy off. Like, he's wilding. Like, it wasn't nothing like that. It's just, so, I don't know, man. I, I, I just feel like in a game where Miami is just, like, screw all your shooters on the perimeter. We're not guarding them. You're gonna bring in a guy who shot under thirty percent from three, <laughs> and say, "Hey, dudes, go get him." Yeah. I I don't know how that how that translates into a, a Knicks win. Uh uh-uh. uh Knicks fans, wilding is 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 speaking your language. Cool. So tell me, <laughs> tell me. I, I'm glad that somebody said this. So Knicks fans, wilding. Tibbs got out coached today. He needs to make adjustments. And I'm not saying that no adjustments need to be made. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. First off, shout to mm-hmm. you. And, uh, you know, Nick fans, Wildin, friends of the show. Uh, lo- love you guys. But go ahead, Joe. Yeah, like big shout out to you. Uh, definitely. And I know you guys have been on the show, friends of the show. We appreciate y'all. But I've been having this argument like since the game ended, which is why I'm like, I see like you're saying it now. And it's just like, all right, so... What's the adjustment exactly? Like, somebody tell me. Because I seen a Knicks team get wide open shots on offense and shoot 7-34 from three. Like, I feel like 
there were some things I think Tips should have went back to Brunson a little sooner, right? You could say that. Like, Obi should have probably been in the game in the fourth quarter. Wouldn't argue with that. But, like, what adjustments as far as, like, how can he generate more than 101 points for this team if they're going to shoot 20% from three? If they're shooting under 30% from three in the playoffs, the players have to do their part too. Like Tibbs can't look good if these guys can't make wide open shots. Like Tibbs can't look good if there are five Miami Heat players in the paint and Brunson kicks it out to a wide open shooter and these guys can't make shots. So I hear what everybody's saying that Tibbs needs to make adjustments and he will. Right? I have no doubts that he will. There are some things that he can do better. I thought his rotations were a little shaky today. But, like, please, somebody give me, like, the what is the holy grail of, like, adjustments that he could have made tonight. Players have to play, right? Like, Tibbs has a job. His job is to get these guys prepared. Yeah, Brunson needed to be out yeah, there a lot sooner I, than, yeah, than than the I five the that. five and a half minute mark. Uh, yeah, that was that was crazy. I was like, he's not in the game yet. Like it yeah. was literally things were literally unraveling, and I'm like, yeah. you got to go back to your guy, yeah. bro, because you don't have the other guy. So you gotta ride this dude, bro. Like you have to. And I don't know how many minutes he played tonight, but it wasn't enough. Yeah. <laughs> he played. He played forty minutes. He played 40 minutes. I felt like he played. I felt like he played 40 minutes, and I legit felt like he should have played 43. Like no cap. Yeah, you need him in the fourth quarter. Uh, Butler. Now, now that that I agree with too. Like, but, maybe he should have gone at Jimmy. But they tried to get Jimmy in some actions. I don't know yeah, if you noticed. Jimmy was hiding. Like there were. I don't even know yeah, why they there still were a few had times, him in the game though. Why there were a few times with it. I. Uh, it worked. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't do anything. He didn't do anything, but they, I mean, they won. But like, I felt like there were a couple of plays where the Knicks, and even in those possessions, though, Knicks fans wilding, like where we were like, oh, we should attack. We should attack Jimmy Butler. We still got like good possessions without yeah. attacking him. Like, guys, I can't stress this enough. The Knicks are shooting 25% from three in the playoffs. We the Knicks have to make shots man they have to like they have to the heat we can't allow the heat to have five guys in the paint i sent ricky the screenshot there are five miami heat players there are five red jerseys in the blue paint literally and there are no Knicks players being guarded on the perimeter brunson kicks it out and josh hart shoots an absolute brick seven for 34 guys how can tips fix that like that's yeah. that's on the players, man. Yeah. Like, and you know that I love coach, bro. And I, I don't think coach is perfect. I don't think any coach is perfect. But like I also believe that like these guys, it, the players gotta perform too. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like Knicks fans, like, we suffer a tough loss. And and this is just me trying to give like my level-headed approach because I feel responsible to do that, right? Because I mean, I know Knicks fans are going crazy, yeah, <laughs> right? And I understand. I completely get it. But for me, I can't go crazy because I feel like I have to be responsible yeah. when I talk to you guys. Right, like, trust absolutely. me, I want to I want to be just as emotional as you guys are. <laughs> I really do, man. I want to go crazy. Yeah. I do. But, like, I take it 
serious in the sense of like, I feel like I owe you guys like a level-headed approach to the way I, I think about the game and the way I seen the game. Yeah. And this I seen Stephen guys Smith over here. Yeah, I seen guys literally just miss shots with nobody within four feet of them. And I mean, as NBA players, you think that these professionals could knock down some open shots. <laughs> I mean, that, that and, is their job. Like, the Knicks got away with it in the Cleveland series, right? Because, I mean, Cleveland had, first of all, Cleveland couldn't rebound at all. Yeah, um, and, the, and the Knicks the Knicks won the rebounding battle tonight against Miami. You know what I mean? And I will say they, they won the possession battle because they turned it over a lot more. But, yeah, man, I, I just feel like I hear you guys. Tibbs doesn't to make some adjustments, but... He needs, guys, he needs to get I, his, his main guys I don't, healthy again. His start, his that two too. of his starters were not healthy. Yeah. And I, I just feel like Yes. These, he can't he can't motivate he can't motivate guys into shooting the ball straight. <laughs> Except for Mitchell Robinson. He shoots the ball straight uh, so, from that foul line all day. Yeah, it, it hits the front of the rim though. <laughs> so I guess what I'm trying to say is like I'm trying to put a bow on this. Like I don't think Tibbs needs to reinvent the wheel, right? For game two. Oh, I said that. I said that early on in the show, Knicks yeah. fan Wilding, that yeah, I felt yeah. like Grimes should have paid more than ten minutes. Ricky brought it to my attention that like maybe He's the plan wasn't for him to. Yeah, maybe the plan wasn't ever for him to play more than ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. And that's and that's exactly it. We we gotta hit open shots. If we're not hitting open shots, what are we doing? If we can set up a play where we can get a player open, and they not knock it down, what are we doing? Are are we only capable of hitting difficult shots? Nah, man. We gotta knock down open shots, and that's the end of the story. Yeah, I mean, I, I read it again. Now that you're here, Nick Van Wallen, outside of Obi, he was four for eleven. I mean, Brunson zero for seven, Josh Hart zero for four. RJ Barrett one for five, quickly one for four, Grimes one for three. Like that, that ain't gonna cut it, man. So I don't know. Like I said, three more threes in this game would have been. Uh, oh like, man, the free throws, bro. Like it's it's they been so. Yeah, and we talked about that earlier too. Knicks fans, while in like the free throws, like you kind of live with Mitch missing free throws, right? But like Barrett five, it was mostly Mitch and Barrett were like the main culprits, right? They missed eight, and between the two of them, six were missed. Are you like sure? Barrett? Barrett five for eight. You no, know, Mitch one for four. I mean, Brunson was fine. He was three for four. Grimes hit one to two in his one trip, and quickly was two for two. But yeah, between Barrett and Robinson, like that's what six for twelve. Six for twelve. Between Barrett and Robinson, that 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 can't be a thing. No. If you, <laughs> if, you if you get into the line, you gotta get to the line. Did you? Did I don't know. You just seen what I seen. <laughs> then Dre. Uh, <laughs> hey, Dre, you are you are 
incredibly late, bro. <laughs> <laughs> if 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 you're watching, you are incredibly late. Like we trying to put a bow on this thing. It's getting right. to that. It's uh, getting to that hour and a half mark where we, where we like to where we like to call it quits. My my final comment is I am not rattled. I still say Nixon six. Um, if you are rattled because we lost one game, then you don't understand how playoff basketball works. Uh, Nixon six. Uh, once we get our our starters back healthy, you're gonna see it's gonna be a, a huge turnaround. Like after we won game one of the Cavs series, everybody was like, "Oh, we're taking the chip." Like we big fans love to overreact and, and all yeah I'm you can't it's don't don't overreact. let one yeah don't That's let it. one game like yeah. so you can't go from we're going to the eastern conference finals <laughs> some people some people have you jumped out the window and said nba finals yeah you can't go from that to like oh my god the sky is falling after we lose one game <laughs> exactly. Like, exactly hey, hey Knicks fans hey i say it all the time i love Knicks fans i think we're the best fan base in North American sports, and I don't think it's even close. Like I don't think it's remotely close. I think the Knicks are the best fan base in North, fan base in North American sports. Relax, <laughs> relax. That's it. That's if, it. Everything was gonna be okay. It's it's one game. If we lose game two, <laughs> if we lose game two, you know, we lose game two, you start biting your nails a little bit. If Not even. we go to Miami and drop game three, then you know. You no can team start has planning ever come back in the start NBA planning a vacation. But yeah, you know, history still. I said written. Nixon. I said Nixon five. I'm gonna re. I'm gonna re. I'm gonna realign <laughs> that now, especially yeah. since dropping game one. Like because you know, winning four straight is so it's a tall it's a tall task. It's tough, but not impossible. So, not impossible. No. Um. So I'm gonna recalibrate to Nixon six. I do wonder before we go. We didn't talk about this at all moving forward in the series. Jimmy Butler is going to go to sleep tonight. <laughs> that, to me, what my eyes told me, right? When I see an ankle sprain, that was not a little itty-bitty ankle sprain. Yeah. Like, his ankle almost touched the hardwood. Yeah, his whole thing twisted. He limped so, off the court. And limped back onto the court, so I don't know. We'll he's see. gonna go to he's gonna go to sleep tonight, and I imagine that that thing is not going to feel very good in the morning. And he's gonna have to get ready to play a game two on Tuesday. I don't. This guy is as tough as they Tuesday? come. Tuesday, yeah. This I'm pretty sure it's Tuesday, the second. The second one, yeah, it's so it's between games two and three is where like they don't they got like a million days off because they play Tuesday and then they don't play again until Friday, Saturday. They don't play till Saturday, it says May 6th, 3 30. Wow, I thought it, that's not I thought good. They were running it differently. I thought they were doing like that's gonna be a problem soon. for me. My, problem, my daughter's right? got to my daughter's got a thing on um on Saturday. What time? It's in the evening, but I imagine that the game I'm going to probably be getting ready. Gotcha. While the game is being played. Yeah, it's crazy, bro. That's why I like when people were like, 
people were like, I seen somebody say, oh, Jimmy might miss games two and three. I'm like, yeah, it is like, it's like an eternity off between games two and three. Yeah. He's not, I don't think he's missing game three. It's not out of the question that he misses game two, though. That should look bad. And plus we get Randall to, to get um, a little additional rest, um, even though he, he'll be back for game two. He'll get some rest in between uh, to rehab his ankle. And then uh, we can have a series here, man. So, yo, yo, Izzy, man. Jose Garcia, the Cowboys and Yankees fans are not even remotely close to Knicks fans. I'm a Cowboys and a Yankees fan. So, <laughs> Yankees fans are the worst, actually. Uh, I'm not big on Yankees fans at all. I'm not big on Yankees fans. I think Yankees fans are crybabies and front runners. And I'm a Yankees fan. And I'm telling you what I think of my own. Like, I don't think that, I don't think Yankees fans are, are great fans. I really don't. They're not. They're not. Um, but Knicks fans are Knicks fans are truly out of this world. Like, <laughs> I just got to experience a night out with Knicks fans on Wednesday when we closed yeah. out the Cavs, and let me tell you, yo, nice. it's different, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's different, man. They're crazy. Nice. They're passionate. But if you're talking about biggest fan bases, I'm, I don't care how big a fan base is. I said that the Knicks are the best fan base. Yeah. Think about it. We haven't had a winning season, like a real winning season, in a very long time. And yet, Orange and Blue Skies is everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, we show up, even if we don't even have all the all the pieces there. Yo, we so, were showing up when we were showing up when when we had felt expensive. And, <laughs> and, 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 and Maurice and Maurice Endow and all of these dudes, Quincy, Quincy AC. <laughs> you know, I, I kind of liked him. I kind of liked him, but yeah, he's not a Quintel Woods. To show up for, man. Quintel Woods, Clarence Witherspoon. Like, we were getting, we were still, players. the garden was still <laughs> packed, baby. Yeah. Like, yeah. Knicks fans are the best fan base in North America. I don't want to say on planet Earth because soccer fans are crazy. But in North American sports, Knicks fans are the best. Don't at me. Don't debate me. I will not have it. <laughs> it's just fact. Done. It's fact. But yeah, yo, we appreciate y'all, man, for showing up. Appreciate y'all for coming through. Live. Izzy, uh, Izzy, Izzy, you are late. <laughs> Shame on you. He came, he came <laughs> with blessings, though, man. He came with blessings. So he I, did. He did. But he was. He was. I mean. You can't pop up at the at the you know the the one twenty five mark, and you know I, I don't that that ain't it, Izzy. You know, get it get it together, bro. <laughs> we need your gear <laughs> a lot earlier than that, man. For sure, we had especially like y'all let us down. We had Dante in here just spamming Damn the chat, no. running a muck, man, no. running a muck, and we needed y'all to drown him out, and y'all wasn't here. <laughs> But, yo, man, we love y'all. Appreciate y'all coming through, man. That is it for this episode of the Guard Up Next podcast. Once again, I'm with my partner, Rick the Ruler. I'm Regular Joe from The Frozen Envelope. Logging off. Peace, love, and orange and blue light. Here you go.